If you are a brave heart, the next hour is just for you. Welcome to Brave Hearts Radio with Brian Reinbold. In this program, you'll learn who the brave hearts are and connect with them to help change the world. By doing so, you'll be changed for the better. Now, here is your host, Brian Reinbold. Welcome, brave hearts. Welcome, brave hearts. You're listening to Brave Hearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. You're tuned into VoiceAmerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio, and I'm really grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. So today we're going to talk about how Bravehearts Radio came to be and how I became the mission specialist. So to connect with us, check out our sponsor web website. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. Or you can email me at missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. You can phone 866-472-5788. I expect we'll be taking calls in later shows. And be sure to connect with us on social media, too. Like us on Facebook at Bravehearts for Kids on Facebook. And connect with me on LinkedIn. You know, I set three goals for this show working with my producer and the the goals are simple first of all to have fun and second to be grateful third to get good at it i'm going to be learning a lot as we go and like you you know i i probably don't have all the answers but i reckon if we stick with it we're going to find the right questions and that will help us get where we're going i've done some work with coaches and worked as a coach and consultant over the years, one of the questions that I will get is, what's the difference between coaching and consulting? And the way I look at it, it's kind of like this. A consultant will ask you a lot of questions and then tell you what you ought to do. And a coach, I think more like, will ask you a lot of questions and help you to figure out for yourself what you ought to do. And I find that when we when we hear that authentic voice coming from within, when we listen to that authentic voice, man, that's one of the greatest joys in life. And when we listen to that voice and find out that, you know, that that was in there all along, that that um, that idea was was with us the whole time. Man, that's that is a lot of fun. So I hope you'll enjoy that uh, part of the journey with me. I'm come to believe that everyone has a book in them. I don't necessarily believe that everyone has a radio show in them. So I'm really grateful that you tuned in to listen today. And the biggest thing that uh, uh, my producer Winston told me is, hey, don't be anyone that you're not. Don't, uh, don't overdo it and don't dumb it down. Now, if, you're, if you already know me, you'll be able to tell if I'm overdoing it or if I'm dumbing it down. <laughs> If, uh, if we're just getting to know each other, well, I guess we'll just have to take that as part of the ride. So if you're someone that believes that the world is a pretty great place and one of the best things about it is our abundance and our freedom to make it even better, then I think Bravehearts Radio might be something for you. So stick with us. Over the years, I have had a lot of people ask me, are you in radio? And... Sometimes they'll just tell me, man, you should be in radio. And I have done a lot of 
I have done a lot of radio work over the years as a guest, but I've never had a show of my own. So it's one of those experiences that someone recently also told me, do do something that excites you and maybe scares you a little bit. And so, yeah, that's uh, that's where we are here today. And we like to ask the question, what if it were possible? What if it were possible? And fill in the blanks on that. And it comes about from the idea that sometimes we, uh, maybe quite often actually, we, we tend to think, well, I can do this or that. I, I can't do both. And, and uh, so it's a different perspective to think, what if it were possible to do this and that? What would it take? What would happen to, to make that happen? And over the years, I've considered Albert Schweitzer to be a mentor, and I liked what he had to say about happiness and success. And a couple of my most favorite quotes, success is not the key to happiness. Happiness is the key to success. And the only ones among you who will be truly happy are those who have sought and found a way to serve others. So we'll talk about what it means to to be happy and find that happiness in service to others. That's something that I call a brave heart. I've shared that idea, those ideas with pretty much every group I've ever spoken with. And I've done a lot of speaking to youth groups and young people, they're, you know, they're often still trying to figure out what to do with their lives and what to go for. So I also share a thought from Howard Thurman and Howard Thurman advised us, don't ask, what does the world need? Instead, ask, what makes me come alive? Then go do that. And see, I reckon that what the world needs is people who have come alive, who are doing what they love to do. And I should let you know that I I said I speak to youth groups, and I, I recently had an idea that youth is not an age. It's not a, it's not a number. It's a state of mind, and maybe even more important than a state of mind, it's a, it's a state of passion for ideals. I shared that with a, a friend who, at 73, gave a TED talk, and I told him afterwards, I said, hey, I'm really glad to see you here, because you inspire me, because I think of TED talks as something that, that uh tend to be something uh, as a high-tech thing, a younger younger man's thing or a younger person's type of thing to do. A friend recently shared this idea. We need to get out of our comfort zone. I think I just mentioned that the idea of doing something that scares us a little bit is something that uh, can be good for us. So I recently started reading a book by uh, Rich Carlgaard called Late Bloomers. It's uh, subtitled, The Power of Patience in a World Obsessed with Early Achievement. And, you know, I even wrote to the author and I said, hey, I'm starting a radio show. And uh, I'm not even going to tell you how old I am because, like I just said, hey, it's just a number. So I want to be youthful and I want to share that with you, the secret of, of youth, if it were, and secret of youth being to be passionate about an ideal. And I hope you are, and I, I hope you'll stick with us for that. See, Sherry told me the other day that she loves to see me doing what I love to do. And I've been so excited about this radio show, getting started for this radio show and getting going with it. And it scares me a little bit, too. And I was thinking, as I'm waiting to get started today for the first show, 
and waiting to get started for the first show. I'm just thinking, I've been on the radio a lot, but it's this is like having my own show. It's it's kind of like going back to junior high in those days when those those track meet days and getting ready to getting ready to run. I used to run the quarter mile, and it scared me because it, man, that hurt to run that thing. And I would I would run that quarter mile, but I would, I would be literally sick to my stomach in the in the uh, hours before the track meet. And I remember lying on the floor in the library at school and uh, just thinking, oh, man, I wish I didn't have to do that. And then I'd go out. And, you know, the thing about it was I, I won. I was, I was a good quarter miler, so it scared me. But um, sometimes people will tell you, man, this, this is something you were born to do. And I'm looking forward to seeing if that's really if that's really true, if there's uh, really something that we are born to do. The first time I gave a speech for my Toastmasters club, I joined a Toastmasters club about uh, five years ago. And after the first speech, uh, in the first speech, I, I, I gave my opening line. And I forgot what I was going to say. And then, I for, you know, so I forgot what I was going to say. And... Um, then I remembered what I was going to say, and I kept on with the speech. And afterwards, uh, my evaluator, Tony Libernoy, Tony gave me an evaluation that started out with, uh, man, you've got the pause down. And I realized at that point that I couldn't make a mistake. I couldn't make a mistake up there. And nobody really knows what I'm going to say next. In fact, most of the time, I don't even know what I'm going to say next. So I think we're, we're fixing to head to a break here. And if you were hoping to call in today, I hope you're not disappointed. I won't be taking calls this week. But I do hope you'll write to me at missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. And we'll be talking about some of the best stories in future shows. Because I want to have a section on, on uh, highlighting what what you uh, as a listener find to be uh, inspiring to you as uh, uh, the brave hearts that you work with and, and that you see. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information... 
contact Brian Reinbold at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. All right. Good to be back. So you're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I am Brian Reinbold, your host. Uh, I am the mission specialist. And uh, here on uh, voiceamerica.com, we are the leader in Internet talk radio. And, and I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful to be here with you on the flagship Voice America Variety Channel. So today I said I was going to talk about how Bravehearts Radio came to be and how I became the mission specialist. And so I want to tell you a little bit about the story of Bravehearts for Kids. And I do hope you'll check out the website, braveheartsforkids.org. A terrific organization. I've been involved with it for some time. Here's the story. So the story of Bravehearts for Kids begins for me at the street fair in Bismarck, North Dakota in uh, September of 2008. So... You know how at street fairs there's certain kinds of foods that you come to expect, things like uh, corn dogs and corn of the cob and turkey legs and funnel cakes and all that? Well, there was a sign over one of the booths. It said, Buffalo Berry Crepes, $3. And I thought, wow, that sounds really good. But I didn't even know what a buffalo berry was. So I said, hey, let me have one of those. And there was a guy at the back counter. He turned around. He said, hey, I recognize that voice. And it was, uh, this was my old friend, Adrian Jacobs. And Adrian is a fellow that he used to refer to his son, Jeremy, as my son, the rocket scientist. Well, I always thought that what he meant by that was that uh, Jeremy was really a good student, maybe especially good at math and science. And I didn't realize that what he really meant by that was that Jeremy is one of the people that helps run NASA down in Houston. So down in Houston, Jeremy and his wife, Amy, had a little daughter, Ava. And when she was 13 months old, she developed, uh, she was diagnosed with uh, medulloblastoma, a brain cancer at the base of her brain. And the doctors at the time gave her something like a 5 to 20% chance of survival. And they said, you know, if she, if she lives, she'll be developmentally disabled. She'll be unable to talk or unable to walk or have some other kind of disability that uh, because of the danger of treating cancer on that part of the brain. But you know, Jeremy and Amy, they didn't give up. They kept going and they got help. And Ava became the first child ever treated at the MD Anderson Cancer Center in in Houston using a three-dimensional proton radiation technology that was developed at Fermilabs in Batavia, Illinois. And she's cured. She's a, she's a normal kid. She's a dream come true. As, a, as an eighth grader, she's a, a soccer star, an honor student. 
and doesn't have developmental disabilities that were forecast for the doctors. So out of gratitude for their daughter's life and health, Jeremy and Amy started Brave Hearts for Kids to help other families have a positive experience when their child has cancer, when they hear the words, your child has cancer. And so they started Brave Hearts for Kids to do outreach. And they were only a few weeks old, the organization. The, the organization was only a few weeks old when they had a, a booth at the street fair in Bismarck selling buffalo berry crepes to raise money to give to families that needed help. Well, my friend Adrian told me the story about his granddaughter, the original Braveheart, you know, the inspiration for the whole thing. And a few days later, I met with Adrian and Jeremy, and we talked about different things that they could do to raise money for a sort of a mom and pop nonprofit organization, you know, pancake breakfasts and spaghetti dinners and, and things like that. And I'd done a lot of that kind of work. I did a lot of that kind of thing working with uh, Knights of Columbus in Bismarck. You know, we did a lot of pancake breakfasts and I really enjoyed that kind of work and great fellowship and uh, we got to accomplish some good things too. So Jeremy and, Amy, Jeremy and uh, Adrian and I, uh, they, we sat down a couple of days after the uh, street fair, and we talked about different ideas. You know where to where to get the uh, uh, how to set up a room and where to get the supplies and how to how to run an event like that. And I thought that was pretty cool. So I got a note the next day and a note by email from Jeremy. And among the things that he said to me was, "Thanks for burning a half a day with us." And I wrote back to him, and I said, "I." I don't know you nearly as well as I expect I'll get to know you, but never consider it a waste of time to be of service to other people. If that's not why we're here, I don't know why we are. And that's an ideal that that I had for such a long time. I think it came from my one of my mentors, Albert Schweitzer. And Albert Schweitzer was... Um, was a fellow that inspired a lot of people and he inspired Hugh O'Brien to start the Hugh O'Brien Youth Leadership Project, something I've been involved with for decades. And Albert Schweitzer's idea was, I don't know what your destiny will be, but I do know that the only ones among you who will be truly happy are those who have sought and found a way to be of service to others. That doesn't mean we have to be destitute. You know, I've, I've spoken to youth groups and Schweitzer was a, a, a fellow that lived in the, in the jungles of Lamborghini Gabon and uh, ran a clinic. And he went over there to uh, save the bodies of the people that he ministered to as a, as a missionary and as a, as a uh, doctor. Well, I get off topic sometimes and I, and I lose track of where I was going. But we got involved with uh, the Bravehearts organization uh, in uh, September of 2014. Uh, the Bravehearts for Kids became a public charity, uh, what sometimes we refer to as a 501c3. Well, 
in January of 2015, my wife Sherry and I were asked to join the board of directors, and we did, and we went to work on that. Now she's the uh, chairperson of the board, the executive director of the Brave Hearts for Kids charity. I took the title mission specialist because I like the NASA connection. I like the way it fits with our NASA connection. And I, I reckon I don't fly the rockets. I just help make sure that the mission gets accomplished. And I found that I've been doing this for organizations and uh, social enterprises for just about my whole life. And I've really enjoyed it. And that's something that when I, when I think back on it, that's something that's really made me happy. And I've really enjoyed working with organizations and, and helping them to achieve their goals and, and to be the mission specialist. I didn't really know what to call it, but now I do. So that's why I call that uh, what I do, being the mission specialist. Um, I don't fly the rockets. I'm the guy back in the, in the uh, control room that uh, helps people make sure that they get their mission accomplished. So the Bravehearts Radio we got started with that because a year ago, last summer, we had a uh, board of directors retreat for uh, the Brave Hearts for Kids organization. And I did a, a workshop there, uh, the idea hierarchy. And I, I, I expect we'll talk a little bit more about the idea hierarchy as we go throughout, uh, throughout the show. In fact, I think when we come back from uh, from the break, I'll get into that a little bit more. But just to finish up with uh, with this um, uh, retreat, what we did is we we came up with the idea that brave hearts brave hearts for kids uh, was recognized by the National Day Calendar, NationalDayCalendar.org. There's another one to go and look at. That's pretty cool. Brave Hearts for Kids was was uh, recognized as the national day of April 28th as National Brave Hearts Day. Well, it's it's a, a day that we've been we've been uh, uh, recognizing as a day to um, uh, recognize uh, the Brave Hearts that we work with in Brave Hearts for Kids. And at our retreat, we decided, hey, you know what we're going to do? Let's expand the concept of a Brave Heart to include anyone with a brave heart, anyone with the courage to be of service to someone else. That's a brave heart. So Brave Hearts Radio came about as a way to find those stories and recognize those stories and connect people, connect people and make make this happen so that so that someone that has a heart for service can find the organization that they're inspired by. We really believe that doing good anywhere does good everywhere. And when you when you go with that idea, doing good anywhere does good everywhere. It doesn't matter uh, whether you whether you uh, support this organization or another organization. If you support someone, it makes the world better. I use the example: you know, pick up a cigarette butt. You made the world a better place. It's a tiny thing, but it's either better or it's not better. So we're going to be going to another break here shortly. And I'll be looking forward to talking with you about that idea hierarchy when we come back from that. 
Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at BraveHeartsRadio.org. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. All right. It's good to be back. Thanks so much. Say, so, uh, you know, I, I mentioned the idea hierarchy uh, in the last segment, and I want to cover a little bit about that because I think it's something that that uh, that's, can be helpful. It's uh, something that that I like to uh, to uh, do at uh, board retreats, and you know, uh, retreats, man. That is that is one of my favorite things to do. So if you uh, you know if you are interested in in doing a, a retreat, let me know. Uh, at uh, you can reach me at missions. Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org, and uh, I do this as a as a complimentary or as a as a gift to uh, nonprofit organizations and to social enterprises. So uh, we can uh, we can work out the details uh, if it is something that you'd be interested in doing. But what we do at a at, at a at a corporate retreat or at a board retreat is we we uh, talked about the idea hierarchy and. So often what we find is people say, hey, I got an idea. I got an idea. You know what? Someone should do this or someone should do that. And I remember one of my one of my mentors, Joe, and he said, he said, you know, good ideas are two dozen for a nickel. And I, you know, I did the math on that. That comes to uh, they, they'd have to be worth four times as much to be a dime a dozen. And what Joe meant by that was that good ideas are are not really worth anything until you put some effort and create creative energy into the idea. So we, we reckon that at the base of the idea hierarchy is something that we, we call good ideas. You know, I got an idea. You know what? That's a good idea. Let's make it a great idea. And so the next level up in the idea hierarchy is is to um, 
to call a good idea, you know, a, a, a great idea. And to call it a great idea, it means that we put some effort into it. We decided to do it. We decided to work on it. We put some creative energy in, into it. And that's when it becomes a great idea. And then above and beyond the great ideas are things like the uh, noble ideas or transcendent ideas and that's just my own names for them you might even come up with your own name for the for the concept but things that that uh, are our are, are really important to us really important to us personally that can be a noble idea a transcendent idea might be something that becomes very important to other people too and then at the at the peak of the of the uh, of the uh, idea hierarchy, and I think of it as a pyramid. And uh, at the peak of this, or a triangle, if you're looking at this, uh, say visually, if you're visualizing this, at the peak is the uh, that's the one idea. That's the one thing that's uh, what are you know what are you here for? What's what's your main purpose? What's your core? What's the most important thing to you? And uh, that's a question that uh, you know when you when you find the answer to that. It always comes from within when you find the answer to that. That's one of the greatest joys in life. It really is. And so that's the idea of the um, idea hierarchy and, and what we did at the, at, the, uh, at the board retreat. And so out of that, we came for, okay, so this is what we did. Is we, we, we did some brainstorming. We listed ideas and we passed around sheets with ideas and, and, um, and said, uh, write down as many ideas as you can for uh, for for uh, three different topics, and we came up with nine hundred ideas. Seven people, nine hundred ideas, in three forty-five minute sessions of brainstorming. Well, in the afternoon, we we boiled that down to three things that we decided to work on, and that was uh, that was how we did that um, idea hierarchy, uh, you know, like a visioning uh, workshop. So. If you like, uh, if you like the idea, if you think it's a good idea and you want to turn it into a great idea, email me and uh, we can talk about that. We will be taking calls at, in future shows, uh, just uh, not planning to do that today. So uh, looking forward to talking with you, looking forward to having some guests too. I've got uh, several people lined up to be guests in the future. And like I, like I said earlier in the show, I've got three goals for this. Number one is have fun. And I can tell you already, I'm having more fun as we go, uh, as the uh, as the uh, 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 nervousness, <laughs> I guess, wears off, and and uh, I start to feel more like myself talking on the on the uh, radio, talking to you. And uh, I want you to, I want this to feel like I am talking to you. So, um, yeah, let's have a conversation and, and keep this going like that and build some things. So. There's a, there's an idea that I did want to share, and coming out of coming out of this past weekend, I had a um, a personal retreat Labor Day weekend, and the personal retreat concept came, the idea came originally from uh, uh, my my coach uh, Rebecca Rick. She's my life coach a few years back. And around Thanksgiving, we started, uh, we, we had a call scheduled, and I thought, okay, Thanksgiving, we're going to be talking about um, goals for next year. We're talking about goals, said, you know, what do we want to do? What do we want to achieve? What do, where do we want to go next? And 
Rebecca suggested to me, hey, you know what, instead of uh, taking a look at what you want next, let's take a look at what we've accomplished this last year. Let's take a look at what you've achieved. And we looked back at the year, and it was a pretty darn good year. And I looked at that, and I thought, man, that is a that is something to really be grateful for. So we 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 looked back at the year to say what we're grateful for before shooting for what we want next. And I think that's a really good recipe for uh, for goal setting and for life in general. You know, the the, uh, the the phrase gratitude is the beginning of all good things. Uh, shows up uh, for me uh, quite often. I like to I like to say that I like to remind people of that. Gratitude is the beginning of all good things, and so that's something to keep in keep in keep in mind. Um, uh, another way of uh, looking at that is is to say appreciation actually actually activates abundance, and uh, when we appreciate what we have, we're more open, more ready to uh, to move to another level and to move to the next level. So that's uh, that's some some thoughts there. I wanted to uh, wanted to talk a little bit about some time ago. Oh gosh, I guess um, it's got to be 15 years ago. My my dad passed away nine years ago, and he uh, he he died of Parkinson's disease. So several years before he passed away, my brother and I were talking about this time of year, about September, and Russ said, you know, I, I should really come out and go hunting with you guys sometime while I still can, while, you know, while we, while we still can. I don't remember if it was after Dad had, had first gotten sick or if, um, if it was before we knew that he was, uh, he was suffering Parkinson's, but I asked Russ, I said, well, how about this year? And so a couple months later, there we were getting ready to, to hit the road and uh, head out uh, from, from Bismarck, North Dakota into the west. And we went and got up, you know, got up way before sunrise and went over to the Oasis Cafe and had corned beef hash and eggs and black coffee and got an extra thermos of, of coffee got ready to hit the road and we headed out across the Missouri River and into western North Dakota uh, to uh, to go pheasant hunting and of course dad knew everyone out in western North Dakota so it was uh, it was really something of a something of a blast to uh, to go out there with him because he was he knew everybody out there and it was it was fun to go and see people that he knew and and um, and go hunting there. It was a, a beautiful day. I don't remember if we got any birds or not. I expect we probably did, but I remember it was a beautiful day. And uh, on the way out, on the way out, we started we started telling jokes, started telling stories, and. Pretty soon we got to the point we'd we'd all heard each other's stories so darn many times that we we just decided to talk toss around punchlines, and so we'd have a throw out throw out a punchline from from a story, and then a little bit after that we uh, we just we thought you know what why why don't we just number the things why don't we just number these and tell tell us tell uh. Tell the uh, you know number twenty two. I remember that one. Yeah, I remember that. So we'd laugh at that, and 
um, this it kind of relates to another another joke, another old story about uh, about a fellow that uh, in, he was in prison and he uh, he heard somebody yell out uh, uh, twenty two and everybody laughs and somebody yells yells out thirty three and everybody laughs. He asks his cellmate, he says, "What's going on there?" And his cellmate says, "Well, a long time ago we just." We, we just numbered the jokes. Everybody, there's no new jokes, so we just uh, memorized them, and now people, people uh, just yell out a number. We all remember the joke, and we laugh. The new guy thinks, oh, that sounds like a good idea. I think I'll give that a try. And he yells out, uh, 17, and it's dead silence. Tries again. He says, 34, dead silence. And he says to his cellmate, what, uh, what, what happened there? And I pick a couple that aren't funny. And the cellmate says, well, you know, those are funny enough stories, all right, but, you know, some can tell them and some can't. So that's how, uh, that's the old uh, numbering the joke story. But the point of the whole story is when Russ said, how about, if, you know, sometime before, before, uh, or sometime I should come hunting with you guys while I still can, while we can still do that together. And the question that I asked him once was, how about this year? And the thought behind it, I, I reckon, was, what if it were possible to do that this year? And that is something that, in retrospect, to look back and say, that's very much like the, the idea, what if it were possible that we that we talk about so often. And what I'd like to be, to, um, to have you begin to do is to ask the question, what if it were possible? And when we come back from the break, we'll wrap up with some thoughts on that, okay? Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also email Brian. 
His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. All right. Hey, thanks. Uh, thanks very much. Welcome back, everyone. It's so good to be with you here. I, you know, I, I mentioned that uh, I had three goals for the radio show. Uh, number one is to have fun. And number two is to um, be grateful. And uh, number three is to get good at it. Well, I, I, I hope they'll give me uh, the grace of saying he's, he's getting better as he goes. <laughs> it's been fun today. Um, I'm really looking forward to this. And I'm, I'm, I am very grateful. I'm grateful for the opportunity to be on, uh, on the radio with you. I'm grateful for the opportunity to uh, be on the, the variety channel the, the voice america flagship station it's 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 a tremendous honor for me to to be here and have the chance to share ideas with you and hopefully i'll get to learn along the way along with you and we'll we'll grow in this together so we talked about the hunting trip with uh with my dad and my brother and the idea that uh, began with the idea, well, what if it were possible to do this now? I like the question, what if it were possible? And, and I found that when, when we begin to ask that daring question, we open up opportunities that were previously unimaginable. We activate opportunities that were unimaginable to us before. Because what, what it does is it asks us to say, well, what if it were possible to do this and that? Things that we may have thought, well, we got to pick one. We got to pick, you got to pick being successful or having a great family life. What if it were possible to be successful and have a great family life? That's the kind of thing that we want to ask with the question, what if it were possible? What if it were possible? What, what would that mean to you? What would it, what would it mean to you if those uh, things could be uh, mutually agreeable if if something could if it if you could have this and that um so that's uh that's uh, you know getting into the idea of, of saying what if it were possible so i i consider myself to be uh, a, a tremendously fortunate person to be able to be here with you and um i've got uh, a list of quotes and i have uh what i call uh, favorite quotes and then most favorite quotes. If you're for, maybe familiar with the uh, comedian Brian Regan, and uh, I, I love his work. And one of the things he talked about was uh, he had uh, fa- a favorite snow cone flavor, but then he had a most favorite snow cone fl- f- flavor. And um, so we, we, ever since we went to see him in, in, uh, in his, his act, I've been using the term uh, most favorite uh, to describe something that's uh, even better than a favorite. So I've got some, I've got, you'll find um, two things about me is I've got a lot of favorite quotes. And uh, another one is if we spend any amount of time together, you're going to hear me say that reminds me of a story. And there is a, I have a book that I'm working on. I'd say, uh, you know, I've got, uh, I tell people I'm working on my sixth book and people are pretty impressed with that until they find out I gave up on the first five. Now, you know, that, uh, 
not not uh, not completely true. I've got about six books, different ideas, but one of them is called "That Reminds Me," and the idea of "That Reminds Me" is um, is this idea that um, if we spend any amount of time together. So you're going to hear me say, hey, that reminds me of a story. And uh, I made uh, reference to my dad and, and uh, brother and telling the stories with them. Dad was one of the best storytellers ever. And I imagine a lot of people uh, can relate to that. And they say, yeah, I know somebody that was one of the great storytellers ever. And, and uh, uh, But dad was really, uh, he was a terrific storyteller. And and um, I after he passed away, I, I told my mom. Uh, we were going to lunch one day, and and I said, uh, I said, you know, Mom, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to I'm going to call it That Reminds Me, and it's going to be uh, stories and the story behind the story, because uh, there's all these there's all these great stories, and then there's a story behind the story that uh, I think makes it uh, makes makes it interesting and it could be the basis of a of a book maybe a, an easy to read book called airport books you know something that you could you could get through in in a short uh, short bit of time but that idea that that reminds me that's something that uh, and it really uh, uh, excites me to uh, to be able to put that put that down on paper someday well I think we're coming toward the end of our time together here today. And again, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm just tremendously grateful to you. If you have ideas, if you have ideas for uh, that you'd like to share with me, please do uh, email me. Uh, let me know. I talk, we'll talk about this. Uh, mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org and let's start a conversation about the great organizations and the people that are making them happen and those people are the bravehearts the braveheart is someone with the courage to be of service to others and it's been a pleasure and a privilege to be with you on bravehearts radio this first time I was thinking about that uh, quote from Theodore Roosevelt about uh, the man in the arena and uh, knowing what victory or, or loss feels like is, uh, is really something pretty, pretty special, pretty amazing. So again, I want to thank you so much for being with us. Listeners, uh, remember to check out uh, BraveHeartsForKids.org and give us some feedback Follow us, uh, like us, follow us on Facebook. Uh, you can email me at mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. Thanks for joining all of us this week. And we've been talking about how Bravehearts Radio came to be and a little bit about how I became the mission specialist on in Bravehearts Radio. And we're here on the Voice America flagship station, the Variety Network. Please plan to join us every Monday at 4 Eastern, 1 Pacific. And next week, we'll be talking about the courage to be of service to others. I'll be sharing your stories and we'll highlight, we'll highlight uh, a special charity and a special service next week. So I hope you'll tune in next week with us. Remember, 
doing good anywhere does good everywhere. Doing good anywhere does good everywhere. See you next Monday. Until then, be well. Thanks again for joining us this week for Bravehearts Radio. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your host, Brian Reinbold. The show can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next time.